Could you give us an update on, on Trevor? Still in, still in the protocol, uh, progressing well, but we have to follow the, we follow the steps, so we can't skip anything. So um, still in, yeah. How about Zay? Uh, Zay is getting better. Uh, strength is strength is good, but still week to week. Um, we didn't ask about the other guys, uh, Tyson, Cisco, and then I think you said Ezra and Walker were good. On yeah, they came out of the game sore, but they, they came out fine. They're fine. Uh, both Tyson and Cisco will will practice today. You know, we get them back out there. So hopefully, um, you know, they continue to progress, and and you know, we'll see where they're at. And was everybody later. else able to get out of the game clean? Yes, running backs were good. Um, Jamal was good. Um, the O linemen were good. Zay was probably the only one, and, and then Trevor. Yeah. Hey Doug, I was looking at the uh, stats uh, and the, the percentage of scoring touchdowns in the red zone is actually you're the same rank in the NFL as last year, about the middle of the pack, and the percentage isn't much different. So I guess there's a perception that it's been worse in the red zone, but it actually isn't, but it's still, you know, what, what makes you happy? I mean, a score every time, I guess, makes is what you want, but is there a certain percentage you shoot for uh, or that you think is adequate? Well, 100% would be great, um, yeah. but, you know, realistically, you'd, you'd love to be, you know, 80-plus uh, percent and you get in the red zone. I mean, that's, you know, that's probably high, but, but – you know, our goal is to score touchdowns in the red zone. You know, each week, um, if you can come away with three, uh, obviously that's that's good too. But our, but our biggest issues have been the the turnovers. You know, down there, that's the thing that's kept us, I think, from having um, a little bit better, you know, scoring percentage. You know, uh, this year. When you think it's the, the fact that the turnovers are kind of, I don't know, it's a little bit too memorable, like Trevor just dropping the ball. You know, is it? Is it they, they've they've really been painful? Any turnover is painful, but especially down there. Um, you know, when you have a little uh, drive going and and you're at the the twenty yard line, you know, going in, um, it's they're all painful. Sorry. How much of the fine is that? What, what's the fine? <laughs> Repeat offender? Does he get up? Does it increase? Hey Doug, is navigating protocol with the quarterback tougher than dealing with the knee and the ankle because I'm assuming you can't give him game plan stuff to look at and all that other stuff right yeah you got to be you got to follow the steps you know and, and, and it's really based on symptoms you know and how he feels um, if, if he can sit in a meeting and, and tolerate a meeting it, it's okay if, if not then we, 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 we don't put him in there you know because you're you're stimulating the brain right so um, it's just based on based on symptoms, but like uh, if it's his knee or his ankle, he's in those meetings and and he's you know he's getting the game plan and he's he's listening and and, and all of that. So um, you just you just got to do it really case by case. Can you tell us where his sorry? Can you tell us where his symptoms are? Can he be in? I can't disclose okay. head injuries okay. and where people are. So does it make it a tougher call if like say he comes out on Friday or Saturday, clears the protocol about whether you play him or not, just because of the he hasn't. You know, been able to practice I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a tough decision. Um, the number one thing is making sure that he's he's 100% and he has been cleared, you know, by all the all the specialists. And then and then you have to make a decision as a team, you know, and and uh, and see where he's at too, you know. But um, it, it definitely, um, you know, 
makes it makes it harder, I guess. You only can test them once a day, right? Correct. What's been the biggest culprit in your mind about why the running game has uh, kind of come close to disappearing here the last four games? I, I think one of the probably the the one that sticks out is just the lack of consistent players meaning the same guys in the same positions for the whole season you know um, same left guard same left tackle center guard you know that whole thing there's just been there's so much timing that goes on up front and you know now we've introduced a new player right with Ezra you know to our scheme not a not a not a rookie but a veteran player but new to our scheme and Walker's playing you know, guard, he's been tackle, and he's bounced around. And it's hard for those guys to – it's like – it's kind of hard to get in a rhythm, right? Um, so I think that's that's where it that's where it starts, you know, uh, there. And then and then secondly is just I, I think our uh, ability to, to finish blocks and sustain blocks where we're, we're – you know, and look, it's it's been no shortage of good defensive fronts either, so we're playing some good teams. But – um, it's no excuse for us not to continue to sustain and, and move people, right? And, and our guys take pride in doing that. Um, and then, and then the other element too is, you know, the the running backs, making sure that that we detail with them and anticipate where this hole should be on this particular run, where it may go. Uh, and then some of it. You know, some of it too. There's there's advantage type throws. There's throws where the quarterback can pick it up and throw it. You know, you've seen those lateral throws. Well, those are runs yeah. that he has the opportunity to. You know, and so those go down sometimes as as passes. But you know, that's really a run, and we haven't been real good. You know, especially the last couple of weeks in some of that. How much more of a burden is it on Trevor when you can't get the running game? You know, as yeah, I think I think it's yeah seventy yards or whatever. Yeah, I mean it's 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 tough, um, you know, because that, it takes away a little bit from your play action, some of the movement stuff you want to do, screen game, um, you know. But look, it's uh, you know something we got to continue to work at. Got to continue to get better, you know. If we can, if I've said this before, we can keep going back to the, some of the concepts that have been successful for us. We do that. Um, just so that our guys can not think about a lot of things and just go go play. When you're in the middle of a three-game slide like you are right now, is there something to sometimes you just need a spark to kind of snap out of it, get back on the right track? Yeah, you know, it, it's it's figuring out, you know, how to win, how to win a game right now. And, you know, it's, um, you know, everybody has to, Pay attention to their job and just just do what they've been asked to do. Uh, coaches, players, um, you know, we try to keep it simple so they can play and play fast. Um, somewhere, somebody, you know, make a play like last week. You know, Jank gets the interception, but we don't capitalize as an offense type thing. You know, so it's 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 you know we don't go searching for them, but we need to make the ones that 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 show up and present themselves and and. You know, sometimes it may not be pretty, but if you can figure out a way to get it done, you know, it helps you. Okay. What have you thought about Baker Mayfield this year? I thought he's playing really well. You know, and he's gotten uh, he's gotten better as the season's gone on. Um, 
some of his you know statistical numbers he's getting the ball out of his hand extremely fast um it, it does slow down pass rush when you can do that you know especially in the third and short medium range and you know he's he's uh he's trusting his guys you know down the field and, and they're making plays for him so and he's not turning the ball over you know so all those things are um in in his favor and are helping and, and he's playing playing good is it okay to feel desperate at this point, or is that is it too soon for that? I, I don't know if you ever want to feel desperate. I think you got to feel a sense of urgency. I think you got to feel a sense of, you know, it's it's kind of like maybe your back's against the wall a little bit, and it's it's time to go play. But um, I don't think you ever want to be desperate because then you do things out of character. So what's the word you use with the team? That's my sense word with them. Yeah, I won't tell you, but the challenges <laughs> that you guys are having right now is it more of a mental thing then or a physical it's a physical game and you're going to get beat I mean that's just it's football you know you're going to get you're going to get beat from time to time I think it's the it's the mental from the standpoint of just understanding your role understanding your job we look we we know every every offensive player out there skill position guy they know they're not supposed to turn the ball over. I mean, that's duh, right? That, that's that's to us. That's the most prized possession on the field is the football. So we know that. So it's a little more concentration. It's a little more focus. It's a little more attention to detail when you're in traffic. You know, when you're out in space, the ball security um, to where it becomes kind of second nature. You know, uh, for for our guys. But the physical part of it. Um, you know, guys are going to get beat, and it happens. You know, they make plays. We're going to make plays. It's just the kind of the ebb and flow of a game, you know. Is it hard to snap out of a slide like this one three games in where you're trying to figure out how to win games? Is that – how difficult is that? I mean, when you really look at it, I mean, there's there's been times where, okay, go back to the Cincinnati game. You know, we we had a chance to win that game. We didn't, but we had a chance to win it, right, with with a kick late in the game and then a kick to win the game type thing, you know. Um, Cleveland, um, four turnovers, you know, in that game. Um, miscommunication, you know, gave up some some explosives offensively, you know, by them. Uh, and then this past week, you know, same thing. I, I thought, but in each game, you see, you see a lot of good things happen, but it's the, it's the, it's the sort of the negatives that, that are maximized. Those are the glaring issues, right? And, and that's what's kept us from, I think, feeling better, you know, about ourselves, you know, at this stage. But, um, again, it just it's just a it's, a it's a mentality, it's a mindset that, hey, you know, sometimes enough's enough and, and you just got to take pride in, in the opportunities you get. You have to worry about the confidence of the team? No. Is there any advantage to you to, to declare C.J. Beathard the starter uh, this week, early in the week? I mean, when you consider that it's a concussion that you might not know, going all the way till game day, the way that Trevor performed in Cleveland after missing a week of, on the practice field, is there any advantage to just getting your team mentally ready for the fact that maybe Trevor's not going to be ready this week? Well, I think, I, I think there's an advantage to C.J. if you said you came out and said he's the guy, you know, but you know, you always leave the door open for the chance that, that Trevor clears. And, and you know, it, it, listen, and this has nothing to do with C.J. or the backup quarterbacks, but 
you want your starter to play. I mean, especially at the quarterback position, right? I mean, I, I think that's that's a given. But um, at the same time, you know, uh, I think internally, you know, you you prepare and and CJ does a great job of preparation. You know, uh, he knows the situation. It's, it's the life of a backup. You know, um, spent eight years behind a guy that you never knew. You know, he gets hurt, but he always bounced back and seemed to play the next week, you know, and, and uh, so I get it, I mean, and it's tough. But, um, um, uh, you know, the guys, the guys know, I think, um, you know, um, and they prepare no differently. Coach, for the next man up mentality, who on the O-line has really surprised you and just taken off in stride? I'll, I'll say that, uh, you know, Two guys really kind of stick out. One is Anton. You know, as a rookie right tackle, he, he's listen. He's he's faced a lot of great defensive ends this year, and and he's gotten better each week. And each week he 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 settles in, and and uh, it's probably the most football he's played in a long time. You know, going back to his college days, and and he's done a nice job as a rookie. You know, and and settled in. I think the other one coming in and and a new player was is Ezra. You know, I think he's really embrace the opportunity um you know now he's, he's playing a little bit hurt but uh you know he's he's really done a, done a nice job for us and 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 um has shown that that, that he's very capable of stepping in and, and filling in at that spot thank you thanks, thanks, thanks coach. Coach.